Welcome to Negotiation with Alice, your negotiation podcast. I am here to answer all your questions about anything and everything negotiation-based. It can be about something with your children, your spouse, your friends, your colleagues, your family, your parents. Come on the show, ask me a question, and I will give you negotiation advice. Welcome to the show. I would like to introduce my guest, Adrian Smoon. And Adrian talks to people about investing in mobile homes around the country. Adrian, welcome. Alice, thanks for having me. Sure. Can you please tell the audience a little bit more about what you do? So I buy single unit mobile homes with the land. That's a home and land together. It's a homeland package, we call it, in Central Florida. And I rent them out, long-term rentals. I found my success there, and then I started teaching locally a little bit, and now I teach around the country on this topic, and I have a best-selling book, and I just love educating and passing on the knowledge I got from my mentors. And what is your book, and where can uh, my listeners find your book? It's How to Buy Mobile Homes, very simple name of the book, and you can find it pretty much anywhere you buy books. Uh, Amazon's always the big place and it is now an audible i just got it so if you like my voice you can listen to me for three hours congratulations that's fantastic how exciting wonderful so i think you've got a question here about negotiations and it's it could span both professional and personal but what is your question for me today i'm a recovering people pleaser i'm uh, getting over being on that bus and when I go to negotiate, it's hard, or I should actually say uncomfortable for me to point out something very negative in the property that could help me get a better deal in the property or anything I'm really looking at. So how can I, without being a jerk and still being, you know, not my people pleaser, but how can I use that? I'm really good at rep- building rapport. I should tell you that. Really good at that. That's my strength actually in negotiating. But bringing up these not great things in the property get uncomfortable for me. Right. So I think the fact that you are really good at building rapport is what you should utilize when you're doing the negotiation. So I want what I'm going to do is I'm going to just really change your perspective. So it's just a little bit easier because I understand what you're saying is you don't want to be negative. You don't want to say negative things about someone else's property or what you're purchasing. But what I would like for you to do is going forward, really think about the person that you're trying to make a deal with as a thought partner. So you're trying to come to a deal together. So it's not so much that you're going to say, hey, Alice, like, so this sucks. So you should lower my price. Right. But it's like, hey, I really want to work this deal with you. I really like you. I like what you have. You know, I I want to be able to buy the thing that you're selling and let's come up with something that works for both of us. And so in that partnership, you're going to have criteria that you're looking at. So it's really an objective criteria as opposed to you coming in and saying, well, this is negative. This is negative. You should give me a better rate. It should say basically a list of here are all the things that are great. Here are things that are not as great. And what can that deal look like based on all the criteria so that you're not really framing it like I'm trying to people please and I don't want to make this person upset. I just spent the last 10 minutes building up the rapport. It's more about, hey, Adrian, I really want to do this deal. I think this would be a fantastic deal if we can work together. 
Here are some of the things that I'm considering. This, this, and this is fantastic. These, not so much. But I wonder, what can we do to equalize for that? Okay. I like it. Right? So Yeah. really framing it slightly differently so that we are not opposite one another. We are working together to get to Together. a mutually beneficial deal. And so what you're asking for, since this thing is not that great, what can we do together to make up for the fact that there's a shortcoming here? Thanks for listening to Negotiation with Alice. I want to remind you to visit SakinaNegotiationAcademy.com. There, you will have access to multiple classes and lectures covering all aspects of negotiations. Professionals will find negotiation tips focused on closing customers. Also, there are personal growth strategies for negotiating milestones such as raises and navigating difficult topics in relationships. We look forward to seeing you on ShakinaNegotiationAcademy.com. So I have a follow-up question, if that's okay. Of course. I have had uh, sellers in the past come up with a solution that is essentially illegal and I'm not comfortable with. And they don't seem to care. Okay. Is there anything to reframe it without saying, well, you're just asking me to do something illegal. I will not do that. And they're like, oh, no, don't worry about it. That's literally the answer I've gotten before. And I, So, I don't know what to say after that. I mean, you can just basically keep your boundaries. So for you, your boundary is I want to do a deal that is not shady, that is not illegal, right? And so you can just be very frank about it and say, Actually, I'm not comfortable with the way that we structure this deal, right? Instead of saying, I don't think we're allowed to do this. We shouldn't do it. And they'll say, don't worry about it. What you should just say is, I'm not comfortable doing it this way, period. It's not because it's un illegal. Like you don't want to give them reasons that they will refute by saying, oh, don't worry about that. I don't care about that. So you shouldn't care about it either. Or Yeah. that's not something that anyone is going to come after us for. You can just say, I'm not comfortable. So they can't refute what you're feeling. I love that. Right. I'm not comfortable. I, I love that term. Thank you. Yes. And so if you tell me you're not comfortable, there's very little for me to, I can't say, don't worry about it. I can't say no one's going to come after you. There's like very little I can say to refute the fact that you're uncomfortable because you have not given me the reason. You're only telling me I'm not comfortable doing it this way. We need to do it another way. And suddenly I can't argue that. Right. But if you tell I love me, it. yeah, but if you tell me, hey, Alice, this is like not really acceptable, like it's illegal and we could get caught. Sure. I can tell you, don't worry. I've done this 10 times. It's not going to, you know what I mean? So I can refute that. But if you just don't give the reason and say, I'm not comfortable with this, we can't do it this way. We have to think of another way. That leaves me very little room to push against you. I love it. Now, can you bring me back in time a few weeks so I could have tried that? <laughs> So I'm curious, though, then what happened a few weeks back in time when when they kind of, you know, brushed you off and said, don't worry about that. Did that deal end up happening? Not for me. There was too many pieces that I was uncomfortable with. And I, I, I'm really curious what would have happened if I would have said that, what their answer would have been, because they were comfortable with it. 
was essentially it. They weren't trying to get me to do something illegal. They were just comfortable, like you said. And I don't know if maybe would have gotten a different outcome of the situation. No, it did not go anywhere. And then in in the fact that it didn't go anywhere, okay, sometimes that probably might be the case because if there's no other way except to do an illegal deal and you decide not to do it, then maybe it won't happen. But my question is, did the relationship remain intact? Meaning yes. you left on, you parted on good terms. Yes, and that was, I prefer to part on good terms than I'll say burn the bridge of just telling them they're wrong. So I've done that a decent amount, just kind of parted on good terms and maybe we'll, I'll follow up in a few months And they've changed their mind because maybe someone else was a jerk to them. And I was the, the nice guy. Exactly. You can always win being nicer. And I like to point this out, even when you're trying to uh, make a complaint about something and you go to customer service to complain, instead of being demanding about your complaint, saying like, I bought this thing, it's broken, I demand something better or a refund. If you're nice about it, it's just another human being that you're dealing with, right? So if you're nice to someone, they're going to want to go the extra mile for you. If you're not nice, then they're not going to go the extra mile. So I think it's great that you do that and keep their rapport. And also, you know, if if you say to someone, I'm not comfortable, but I'd love to think of another way that makes me feel a little bit better about it. Um, would you be willing to brainstorm a little bit longer so we can come up with another way to Ooh, structure the deal? That's good. That's gold. Right. I like that a lot. So that way, that's asking them to like open up their creativity and maybe think through other options. So once again, Yeah, would you I be like willing? that a lot. And, and then if I think of something, we'll say creative, they already have their mind open, right? Yes. If I've already kind of asked them to think of something. Yes. Oh, I, I like the direction of that a lot. Yeah. So hopefully that will help you in the future whenever you're negotiating your deals. Yeah, I definitely will. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And Adrian, if anyone wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Well, I'm Adrian Smoot on most of the social media platforms. One of the best ways, if you want to go to lifestyle-rei-slash-your-negotiation, which I know you'll have that in the show notes, uh, I have a free PDF if anyone actually likes mobile homes or like not really sure if they like them or not. It's to debunk a bunch of the myths there. And you can use the negotiating tactics you learn here to go buy some mobile homes. Thank you for tuning in to Negotiation with Alice, your negotiation podcast. It's been a pleasure having you be part of the conversation. Please hit like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed my podcast, Negotiation with Alice, and are interested in working with me, to level up your negotiation, communication, and persuasion skills, please check out ShekinahNegotiationAcademy.com. That's Shakina spelled S-H-I-K-I-N-A, NegotiationAcademy.com. See you on the next podcast.